Keep up with local news and events at KYMNRadio.net. Terry Knight posts a daily newscast Monday through Friday, as well as updates and other community news. And it's free. Stop by KYMNRadio.net frequently. Look for updates on our Facebook page, too. KYMNRadio.net. Still a friend you can count on. Locally owned, independently programmed, 95.1. The One. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap on this 23rd day of April here on KYMN. Jimmy LaRue with you. We've got a really big program for you again today. We've got the baseball coach, Mark Oje, who will be joining us very, very shortly. And we've got the girls lacrosse uh, coach, Dan DePay, will be joining us along with girls track coach, Carl Wieselman. And uh, A.J. Reister will join us a little bit later. He'll talk to Lenny Amicula along with Stephanie Perez. All of that 95.1. coming up. The one. And it looks like for today, mostly cloudy skies, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 50. Northwest winds picking up a little bit with gusts of over 20 miles an hour this afternoon. Tonight, mostly clear, a low around 29. And for tomorrow, rain, snow showers, all rain after 3 o'clock, a high near 44. And then for Sunday night, a 40% chance of some showers, mostly cloudy, cooling off to around 39. And then for Monday, uh, a high near 69, so it's just going to bounce right back, but it's going to be a 30% chance of showers in the morning. And then for Monday night, a 30% chance of showers again. So it looks like a chance of showers all the way through to about Wednesday. And then by Wednesday, it looks like we get a little bit more sunshine out there and highs near the 60s. But we got overcast skies currently and 38 degrees. Well, let's get to what we got going on. It's the Raider Wrap, and uh, joining us is head baseball coach, Mark Oje. Mark, good morning, sir. How you doing? Good morning, Jimmy. Glad to be here. Uh, awesome. Yeah, so we're looking at, uh, you guys are sitting second place in the Big Nine. You got a 5-2 and two record going on, but there seems to be a Mankato nemesis out there. <laughs> you've yeah, lost, both, you. the only two games you've lost are against the Mankato yeah, West and East. Yeah, that's for sure. We, uh... Both really, really good teams, I think, at one time, and I'm sure they still are ranked, both ranked in the top ten in, in Class 3. Um, yeah, we, we we went down there uh, a couple nights ago and and uh, threw three different pitchers at them. We gave up two hits and lost one to nothing. So how many times does that happen where your pitchers give up two hits and you lose? So that they're, they're a good team, and, and West is, is a very good team as well. They beat us earlier in the season, I think, 7-3 to three or 7-2, to two, something like that. Well, normally, so you're averaging, if I'm looking at this right, you're averaging about 10 to 11 points offensively a game with the exception of those two. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah and, and that there's a reason for that. You know, East threw two really, really good pitchers, uh, probably two of the top pitchers in the conference, as well as West threw a, a really good junior right-hander against us that, that threw extremely well. So uh, there was a reason that we didn't score the runs in those two games. It didn't doesn't seem like yeah it doesn't seem like uh, throughout the rest of this the the season so far um, again five and two on the season and um, ten nothing over Fairbill, uh sixteen to ten that was I mean you gave up a lot but you also outscored yeah. them sixteen so I mean that that must have been a fun kind of a game too yeah you know the the we do have some guys that can hit the ball uh, you know our, our our number nine hitters batting five hundred. So we're gonna have to we have to get him up in the order and and uh, you know our three hitter Ethan Lantier is batting well over 400. He's got a home run and, and uh, so we got some guys that can put the ball in play and and uh, yeah so that's the the reason for the for the high high number of runs. Yeah, I know. You know, I uh, I was that number eight nine hitter in in, uh, in high school. And when I got hot, he wanted to move me, and I said, "Why? I'm doing just fine yeah, right exactly. here. Don't don't don't, don't jinx me." Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So I've, I've I've kept them down there just because you know you always say that that number nine hitter is kind of your second leadoff and right. and I've been hesitant to move them but it'd be nice to get them a few more at bats. That's Tate Jernell is he's a junior so playing really well for us. Good. And then of course you got Malika and Stanchina. Those are your hopefuls, yeah. I guess, going in. How are they? How, they were they were hopeful going in as some of your more leaders and uh, 
Yeah, uh, you know, we, um, yep, those guys are, are playing well. Uh, Cole and, and Joey have both provided us some quality innings uh, uh, on the mound, uh, as well as Lanthier and, and some of the other guys. But, uh, yeah, they, they've done all that we've asked them to do on the mound for sure. Any surprises this year? Anything, whether positively or negatively? Uh, no uh, shows? Any In regards to players? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, not not really. Uh, the guys that we expected to play well are playing well. Uh, you know, it, it's just different because we haven't, or I haven't seen these guys uh, play, these seniors, uh, since their sophomore year. And, and even then, I didn't see them play much because they were playing JV at that time. But, you know, I was able to see some of those summer games and watch them play. And Coach Spitzak, who is the assistant coach, is the head legion coach. And so he coached those seniors over the summer. And, and uh, yeah, there's just guys that I'm, I'm watching play. It's like, wow, you're, you're better than I thought. Yeah. You know, some of these pitchers and guys like Ryan Bell, you know, threw a no-hitter through five innings against uh, Faribault the other night. Really, really efficient and threw lots and lots of strikes. And so, um, yeah, I mean, the guys that you expect to do well are doing well. And, and there's a few surprises, you know, like Janelle, a junior, playing right field for us is batting over 500 you know so um yeah so so some of the things you expected uh in, in along with a few surprises so how was that since you didn't really i mean when the season started you've only i mean you've gotten seven games in thus far but yeah you didn't start practicing uh very long ago it wasn't even a month it wasn't it hasn't even uh, been no i think we started uh, uh the state high school league a couple of years ago went to this kind of arm care week so you can start a week earlier if you choose um, just to kind of get the arms ready and get, you know, baseball conditioning work in and weights and so on. So, yeah, we started about the middle of March and then spring break came and some of the guys uh, were gone during spring break. And then that last week in March, we really hit it hard before, you know, our first game at Owatonna. So, yeah, I haven't been at it that long. Right. And it seems like uh... – you opened it with Olatana, and uh, you beat them ten to three. If I'm not mistaken, they are leading the Big Nine at five and one. They are leading, yep, yep, yep. And their only loss was to us. Yeah, they're 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 a good team. Um, we got a really good pitching performance that night out of Gunnar Benson, um, so that certainly uh, helped us. But yeah, that was that was nice to get that win. And now we play them again uh, this week. I think we got them Tuesday night at our place. So that'll be a that'll be a good game. Yeah, I mean, look at the schedule coming up: Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday, Friday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, and then it is. I know it's, And then it's a double a header stretch. on the sixth. Oh man, it's a brutal stretch. It's before. I I, I haven't looked. Uh, thanks for reminding me, Jimmy. I haven't looked beyond uh, <laughs> this next week. That's my biggest worry. Is, is you know we got four four games against really good programs, and you know a couple of them are. Um, our section games, you know, New Prague is in our section this year, and so playing them Monday, um, and then uh, you know Oatanas will be in our section as well, and playing them again, and then we got New Ulm and Jefferson in a couple of non-conference games. So, right, it, it'll be a big week, and we will use every single one of our pitchers, I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, New Prague's on the road, then you're back at home, then on the road to Bloomington, and then back. Uh, New Ulm at least is here, and then back yep. to Rochester, Northfield, Northfield, Winona. Um, yeah, back and forth. But yep. but May sixth is the the gets Rochester Century, and then you finally get a break. You get a week between yeah, Rochester think, and Winona. Yeah, what, what would yep. a guy do? What's a team gonna do for a week after uh, playing all those games? So many games, bam, 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 bam. Now all of a sudden you get this week. What do you as a coach? Uh, how, how, are you gonna prepare them differently? Are you gonna give them some time off? How does that work? Take 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 a breath. Yeah, that'd yeah. be the big thing. Uh, you know, get back and work on the things that we need to work on before that, that last couple-week push before the playoffs and, you know, maybe get an inter-squad scrimmage in there, probably do that, and just, you know, do some different things just to kind of break up the monotony a little bit. And, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll fill up those days uh, for sure. But, yeah, mostly just, mostly just catch our breath from two weeks uh, prior to that. You've been playing a few Saturday games today. You don't have a, a Saturday game, oh, so that's got to be refreshing. Yeah, it's nice. Especially, I just went took my dog out for a walk, and uh, telling my wife, I'm glad glad we don't play today. But you know, we were lucky because last week we had a uh, our last couple weeks those Saturdays we had. Other than West, it was it was a little chilly. But 
um, that, that day, that doubleheader at Mayo, that was, it was a nice day. And when it's a nice day on a Saturday, playing two games is not, not a bad deal, you know? Right. But if you're wearing a parka, it's not any fun. Yeah. Exactly. Especially if you're the coach and the wind's blowing in the dugout. For sure not. Yeah. <laughs> so Monday night, you got the game against New Prague over New Prague. Uh, you're not, are you going to do any kind of hitting today or practice or anything? It, it, I'm sorry, I lost you there, Jimmy. Any any type of conditioning or practice that you're going to be doing today with a game on Monday? Um, you know, no. We we uh, we decided to give them the day off today. We, uh, you know, last night wasn't a great night to practice either. But um, you know, the kids got to hit and feel a little bit, and you know, they can go out and throw on their own. And but yeah, we we gave them the day off just because uh, you know we've had a lot of baseball and we got a big week coming up. So so nothing nothing going on today. So. Because you haven't seen any of these players, you're at five and two. Yep. You feel good about your team. You feel like you know you got some great potential yeah. here. I mean, you yep. got you still got about mm, ten games left. I mean, where do you think you'll stack up? Yeah, you know we like our chances uh, as long as we keep getting better. You know, you you want your your team to peak at the right time, and as long as we keep it keep keep getting better, I think the wins will come. Um, but yeah, improvement and 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 you know. Stacking up against these section opponents, I, I think we'll kind of know where we stand. This will be a big week. Um, but, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I feel good, and I know the other coaches feel good about what we can do uh, at the end of the season here and into the postseason. So. Are there any um, COVID restrictions or anything like that that have changed the game for you in, in any way or the team? Um, you know, dugout, uh, obviously you, you need to be concerned about kids in the dugout and, and you know, we've got 20-some guys on our varsity roster, so we've, we've had to uh, designate a spot outside of the dugout with yellow caution tape to, to put some of those extra guys. And, and the kids have done a really, really good job with, with wearing the masks, but it seems like you're still reminding them, you know, over and over to, to keep wearing them, especially in the dugout and right. in places like the bus. And, and But now the State High School League just came out with something this past or this week saying that the kids can, can now have their masks off during competition. So if the kid's out on the mound, he doesn't have to have his mask on. If the kid's up the plate, up at the, ba- uh, up at the plate, he doesn't need to have his mask on. But if they once they get in the dugout or, or they get within six feet of someone, um, you know, they should have the masks on. And, 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 and the fans are, are even supposed to have the masks on at the events. So sure. that, that's, been the, that's been the big COVID thing. And, and and, and this week we got hit hard too with our with our sophomore team. Um, I think we lost a, about eight to ten maybe um, with close contact and, and, and maybe one or two positive cases. So so yeah, part of our program was hit pretty hard this week with COVID. Okay. Well, again, Monday night you got New Prague. You're five and two, second place so far behind Owatonna, who you've already beaten. So. Uh, good luck to you and the team against yeah. New Prague and throughout the rest of the season. We'll have to catch up here in a, a few weeks and see if we're still on pace. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All yeah, right. Absolutely. Very good. Thanks, Coach, for joining us this morning. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. You have a great sure. day. You bet. Captain, or Captain, 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 my Captain, uh, head coach for the baseball team, Mark Auger, uh joins us this morning on the Raider Wrap. <clears throat> We've got more coming up with the girls lacrosse team and the girls track team. That's all right here on KYMN 95.1, the one. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. 
Ritchie Eye Clinic, and LASIK Center. This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 2021 F-150. You will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. Community Resource Bank is an integral part of the thriving business and residential communities of Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Community Resource Bank strives to continually advance the trusted security you have banking with them, and great things are happening. Starting February 15th, Community Resource Bank will have a new website, crb.bank, and a new logo. Locally owned and operated, Community Resource Bank is truly a community bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. And welcome back to a Raider Wrap on KYMN. Jimmy LaRue with you on a uh, Saturday morning. we got some overcast skies this morning and we're about 38 degrees. We're going to go to about 50 today. Tomorrow looks like some rain. Rain and snow combined with a high of around 44. And then Sunday night, a 40% chance of showers. Mostly cloudy with a low around 39. You're listening to a Raider Wrap at 1015 on a uh, Saturday morning. And joining me now is the head coach for the girls lacrosse team, Dan Dupay. Dan, good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing? What's going I'm on? I'm doing good. What's going on today? You guys practicing, doing some stuff? No, no, no practice today. We had a game on Thursday and practice yesterday. And today is kind of recoup day because we play on Monday. It looks like you got a couple of games next week. Um, Looks like you got Monday and Thursday, and then Monday and th- well, it looks like Monday, Thursday, Monday, th- Thursday throughout the the remaining of the season. Yep, that's pretty much what it is. And uh, you know, the Monday games are tough because you don't get a lot of practice after your Thursday game to prepare for your next team. Yeah. So you know, and then you're coming off a rest, which is kind of good because the girls can be healthy and uh, for Monday. But it'd be nice to go over some stuff that we you know learned on Friday. How many? Uh, how many? people you got playing this year we have uh only 31 signed up this year and with uh a little bit of covid uh contact we've had uh some girls out just because uh they've been in contact with somebody that's had it and uh we've got a couple girls that are out with injuries so the beginning of the year has kind of been a a learning curve for us of who we're going to play where and how we're going to do our rotation so, yeah, so how many people would you normally rotate during a game? Do you try to get everybody on the field at uh, some point throughout the game, or do you kind of focus on a certain few, you know, like a top ten or something like that? Well, on varsity, we would like to have, we would like to have uh, probably 20 main girls, and on JV we'd like to have 20 main girls. But this year we're having a lot of the girls uh, – uh, a lot of the JV girls playing a half on varsity, and a lot of the varsity girls playing a half on JV, just to so we got enough girls to rotate. So yeah. they're they're getting tired. They're definitely everybody's playing. So you're saying that so half the varsity team will play the JV game, and then they'll play the varsity game as well. Correct. Wow. There there three halves, and there's each game is you know a half or a, two halves. So. Not low numbers. That's just what we got to do this year. Yeah, and I suppose so. Last year they didn't have a season at all. So you, some of these um, girls, maybe you haven't seen in a while. Yeah, exactly. And then we got some new seventh, uh, our eighth and ninth graders that came out that um, could have played last year but didn't. So I didn't even know who they were when they came on the field. And we got some young girls with some talent too. So it's you know our JV is been playing great and the girls that are brand new are learning and the girls that played club but didn't play for the high school last year are doing really well so i'm i'm definitely excited and i know um we started out a little rough this year just trying to figure out what girls are going where but i i have high hopes i think uh the girls keep playing they've been playing and getting better every day i think we could end up you know second or third in a conference really well, if I'm looking at this correctly, you're starting off 0-3, is that right? 
That is correct. Yeah, and Owatonna, of course, uh, kind of a powerhouse all the time against Northfield. Um, that last one was Thursday night, and uh, they put 12 in the net uh, to your one. So um, there's uh, there definitely, um, I suppose, some, some improvement there, or is it just it was just trying to figure out where to put people? Well, we uh, at halftime it was four to nothing um, when we were playing playing really good ball against them. They're very very top heavy. They had twelve seniors uh, on their varsity, so they're very top heavy this year. And um, then they don't, you know, next year they'll drop off, which is good for us. Right. We we, we got uh, I think three main seniors this year, and then a couple of I think two other uh, one year player or two year players or a uh, brand new. Senior, so we're uh, our junior class is our tough class, and um, I think you know we were riding with them, and we had a couple girls have to come out because they were injuries that you know are made them come out of the game, and we had one girl actually um, get a couple yellow cards, so she had to sit the second half, and you know, but for nothing with with a big team like Oatana, I was very happy with the first half. And then the second half, when them girls kind of came out, we were putting other girls in just to see how they do against high competition. And, you know, they're definitely picking it up, the JV girls. So sure. um, I think we play Mayo on uh, on Monday, and I think that'll be a great game for us. Um, they have, I think they have six seniors, returning seniors coming back this year, but I think that's a team that we'll be able to ride with now that we've got our lines figured out a little better and, We'll have a couple girls coming back uh, from COVID contact. They didn't have it, but they uh, they had to sit out ten days just because somebody in their class had it or a right. family member. So yep. I think uh, I think come Monday we'll uh, we'll start our role and start playing uh, playing really tough and starting to get some wins on the. Yeah, Season. let's get let's get a couple on the board. Let's get a couple W's out there. I was talking to Coach uh, uh, OJ from the baseball team, and they said that uh, this past week Minnesota uh, said that the players during um, during participation wouldn't have to wear masks anymore. Is that the same with lacrosse, or is that differently? Nope, that's uh, that started Thursday, and that's a statewide thing right now. Where uh, as long as they're on the field, um, they don't have to wear the mask, which is a little nicer. Um, you know, I never, we really didn't have any girls complaining big time about the mask. They just kind of knew they had to wear it, so that was good. Right. And, you know, as soon as they come off in our rotations, they got the mask sitting either right by their water bottle or by their bag, and they grab them and put them back on right away. So we're, you know, trying to keep everybody as safe as we can, but yet wanting to have some fun. And I know getting a W would be, uh, be fun. You know, I know the girls, they're working hard for that. There's a lot of girls that are pretty dedicated you know to the season so hopefully we get that win and build some confidence and we just keep rolling from there yeah well i mean that's that's the whole key is just get that first one under your belt and then hopefully you know there will be some momentum there and and it sounds like to me that for the most part the participants in all the high school sports so far um they're just so happy to be back together and playing and doing whatever that you know if they got to wear a mask, they'll wear a mask. It's you know they're going to comply and do what they want to do because they want to be out there and they want to play. Exactly, exactly. And I know our first two games, uh, our first two games were good, hard-fought games, and we were still figuring out our lines. So we had uh, a lot of girls playing a lot of time, and um, I think both of our games we were up at halftime. And we were just, I just overplayed the girls a little bit and we got tired and ended up in that second half, you know, losing. So now, now that as a coach, I'm kind of figuring out, okay, this is who we can play this long. I think that if we play them two teams again, or we will with one, Century will play again. And, uh, I think, uh, it'll be a, hopefully a different story. Yeah. This is, uh, it's, it's, I'm just looking at your schedule and it's, I mean, it's Rochester, Rochester John Marshall, Rochester Century, Rochester Mayo. It's it's like it's are they are they the teams that have lacrosse and Northfield has is is that primarily because they have lacrosse teams and some of the other schools maybe do not? Yeah, well, they're our, they're our conference team, and right now the way our conference is set up, we have to play every conference team twice in the year, and we're only allowed thirteen games a year, mm-hmm. and having that many. That, you know, three different Rochester schools, and then Owatonna, 
Mankato and us as our conference, so we play a lot of the teams twice, which is good and bad. You know, right. we like to get out and play some other teams too, just you know, instead of our conference all the time. Yeah, it looks like you got Lakeville South on May twenty fourth, the last game of the season. How'd that one yeah, get on they're, there? They're they're a big powerhouse. They're actually uh in our section, they're number one right now. Um, over Lakeville North and over Farmington, so we'll see. That'll be a that'll be big game for the girls just to see this is where the girls that are teams that are ranked in state, you know. Yeah, well, and I mean, then, and because they are in your section, um, that's a measuring stick for sure, right? I mean, you're going to like yep. go up against these, and if you get to stay with them or beat them even, um, that should tell tell your team, that should give your team a lot of confidence going into the playoffs. Yeah, you know, so, you know, and I know they're tough. That We've played them every year in sections. We get, we get stuck with uh, usually the number one or number two seed on our team or in our section, and you know, they're just amazed at, you know, their stick handling and stuff. But a lot of them girls play year-round, and, you know, that's that's tough to do. Right. Tough to do. Yep, but that's, you know, practice, 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 as they say. Yep. Exactly. All right. Well, Coach Dan DePay joins us this morning for the girls lacrosse team, and uh, good luck to you. And we're going to talk to a couple of those lacrosse players. A.J. Reister will be coming up a little bit later, and he's going to talk to Laney and Stephanie Perez. How are they doing on the team this year? They're they're doing good. They're uh, they're a couple of our junior, actually Stephanie's senior captain, and she's playing well. And Laney is a uh, a junior, and she's she's one of our leading girls on the team. Um, we got like tough group of juniors, and we got three seniors that play a lot. Uh, you know, and they're a good group of girls. They've been playing a couple years and a few years, and they got it. They're getting it down. So we just got to fill in the fill in some spots, and we'll be good. Good to know. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us this morning on the program. Good luck to you and the the girls uh, Monday night and the rest of the season. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's Dan Dupay, head coach of the Raiders girls lacrosse team, 26 minutes after 10 o'clock. Coming up still, girls track coach Carla Visselman and, again, Lainey and Stephanie Perez from, or Lainey McCula and Stephanie Perez from the girls lacrosse team. They join A.J. Reister. All that still coming up on your Raider Wrap right here on 95.1 The One KYMN. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Construction. Just want to give you an update on our Pete's Hill neighborhood, located right in Elko, right between Northfield and the Twin Cities. It is actually the highest point in Scott County. Amazing views up there. I wanted to let you know that we have broke ground now on our single family and also on our twin homes, association maintained homes. But it's not too late to come up there and cherry pick your favorite lot. We're just getting going. Now is a great time to get up there. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Richie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. 
All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Northfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. All right, folks. B4. Anthony found treatment for his gambling addiction. He'd say, I only bet 21 times a month. But he'd wonder if there were any way he could be addicted since he was $33,000 in debt. He then had the genius idea to call 1-800-333-HOPE, thinking there was a 50 50 chance it might help. And boy, it did. Oh, we got a bingo. Bingo, Anthony. Find help at minnesotaproblemgambling.org. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap on KYMN. 29 minutes coming up on 1030 here. 38 overcast skies. We're going to about 50 sometime today, hopefully. And then it's going to cool off a little bit tonight. And again, we're going to see possibly a chance of some rain or some snow showers becoming all rain after 3 o'clock tomorrow. And then a high of only 44. And then a chance of some precipitation, easy for me to say, is 80%. New snow accumulation of less than a half an inch, but still a half an inch maybe to make a little covering for Sunday night. And then for Monday, it looks like a 30% chance of some showers, mostly cloudy with a high near 69, so that snow won't be around for very much longer. But then Monday night, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy and a low around 50. Tuesday, looks like a 50% chance of showers and a high of 62. Looks like the... Rain goes away, and Wednesday looks like partly sunny and a high near 60, and then 60s throughout the rest of the week with mostly clear skies or partly sunny skies. So later in the week, we'll see some sunshine and warm, warmer weather, and currently 38 with overcast skies. Let's bring on our next guest this morning on the Raider Rap Girls Track Coach, Carl Visselman. Carl, good morning. Morning. How are we doing today? Uh, we're doing all right. So I went on the uh, Minnesota Sports Hub in the Big Nine, and I couldn't really track down any stats, if you will, on the team. Tell me what's going on on our girls' track team this year. Well, I tell you, first off, if if you want to uh, uh, get stats on our teams, just check our website, uh, and uh, you go through the school district website, and each activity has a website, and we always post all of our, our results there. Okay. Some some place to just find right there at the, the uh, is it just northfield.com or something like that? Or? You just go to northfieldschools.org and then you uh, you can navigate your way through to, uh, to the activities pages. Okay. So parents can track it. Well, parents, probably parents probably at the track meets, aren't they? Some, yeah. Well, they still, you know, they still, they still don't want a lot of people at activities yet, but some are there. Right. So on Thursday, the Minnesota State High School League said that it, while you're in participation, you don't have to utilize any types of masks or things like that. Has that changed a little bit for you? Did they would, Were they required to wear masks when they were doing their sprints or their long-distance running or any of that? Well, yeah, the first couple of weeks we were at, it kind of depended upon the uh, whoever was running the meet. So, you know, the, the high school league coming out this week with their revised uh, guidelines, was more of a clarification than anything, I think, so that we were all on the same page. Okay. And I know that uh, uh, Joel Olson, the activities director, I know they they were saying that for the State High School League, um, when it came to track meets, especially when you have, you know, uh, quad or triple or anything like that where you've got three teams or four teams, that trying to keep everyone just as separate as possible and logistically would uh, would be kind of the the tough um, you know, portion of, of how to, how you break all that up and whatnot. So, um, it's probably a learning curve for your team, but how's that been going as far as like, um, strategically, where do you get placed on the, on the field and stuff like that? Well, it, you know, keeping the team separate and, and it's kind of like if you tipped over two anthills together and, and then tried to separate them, <laughs> uh, kind of like that. Um, <laughs> That's you know, an image. Years and, and getting a chance to compete, so 
we'll adjust and we'll do what we have to do. So talk to me about your track team this year. What's going on? Who's the uh, any underdogs, any superstars, anybody um, flash that you, I mean, you haven't seen these girls, you know, for over a year. So uh, any surprises that maybe somebody developed over that period? Well, I wouldn't say there's any surprises, but there's been some really good improvements. You know, as, as you say, we've got our seniors now were sophomores the last time we saw them. So, um, you know, it's kind of a big change. It's kind of a whole new team. Um, but we've got some, some real standouts. We've got some real good depth, um, you know, as far as standouts. Uh, Nicole Tiberath is a, a distance runner for us, and, and she, I think, won the uh, – conference in the in the cross country this fall um so she's she's doing really well um in the sprints we have emma hodap she is uh she's injured a little bit right now but we hope to have her back very soon um she finished third in the state meet two years ago in the hundred so um and then we've got we've got this it's not a big distance crew but they're all really good, and, and so it's going to really give us some good depth in our relays. Awesome. How, how's our uh, how's our long jump or our you – you, you got someone doing pole vault and high jump and stuff like that? Yeah, so um, we're still a little short on high jumpers. We only have one girl doing that so far. That's Greta Gilmore, but we've got some more who are, who are going to try it and see if we can't find someone. Um, in the pole vault, uh, that's actually my event that I coach – um, I have Sydney Peterson, who finished like fourth in the section two years ago. Um, Zibby Hannifel is in her fifth year with me and is looking really good right now. And then I've got a, a newcomer, Allie Graff, who uh, first year senior is doing really well. It's a, an event that usually takes a long time to pick up, but she's doing really well. So um, as far as throwers, we've got... Shelby Sveen is having just a, a monster year so far. She's uh, both meets. She's thrown lifetime bests, and she she made a huge jump here this last week. So, looking for really good things out of her. Um, when you stack up against everyone else, with, with everyone that's participating, uh, where do you see your guys as a team um, in the, not only in the conference but in the section? Uh, you know, I. I I can't really say. You know, we're just starting to see other teams. Um, we've seen some of the good, really good teams in the in the conference, uh, Mankato East and Century, and you know, the, and the first three meets of the year, we typically just like to experiment, um, throw people in events, and see how they do, and get times on everybody, and then we try to focus narrow narrow that focus down by the time we get to the conference meet. Um, I would suggest I would guess that we'll probably be middle of the pack to a you know top half in the conference hopefully hopefully um and and uh maybe better we'll see we'll see how our kids develop um in the section that's more of an individual thing i i think we'll get a few people into the state meet very possibly so that's something that's pretty exciting for the most part are you practicing outside or do you gotta go indoors sometimes and do some weight training and stuff like that well, we've had a few days where we had to be inside, but it, this is nothing compared to some of the other years where, you know, there's been other years where this time of year we still haven't been outside yet. So um, we've been outside all but a few days, so it's been good. Yeah, you just throw their sweatpants on and they say, get out there and run, or <laughs> is, there, is there more, yeah, is there more to it? <laughs> well, we, we, we do try to use science a little bit in, in designing our workout plans, but, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, if it's cold, you just got to wear more clothes. Right? That's a, that's a story of Minnesota. <laughs> it always works. That's right. Well, Coach, I appreciate yeah. you joining us this morning. I wish you guys uh, all you. the best of luck, and uh, we appreciate you joining us on the Raider Wrap, and we'll get you. We'll check in a couple of weeks from now and just see if the, the developments have improved. Sounds good. All righty. Coach Carl Visselman, the girls' track head coach, joins us this morning on the Raider Wrap, and we're going to talk a little bit more uh, lacrosse coming up. It's AJ Reister joining us here this morning on the Raider Wrap. He's going to have Lainey McCullough and Steffi Perez will join us coming up here in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. 
I'm AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with Girls Lacrosse All-Stars, Stephanie Perez and Lainey Mikula. How are you two doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> How has school been going now that we are back in person? I think at first it was very overwhelming just being thrown back into five days a week and classes are so much fuller, I guess. There's so many new people that I've seen, um, but I've definitely uh, gotten to the routine of things now. Yeah, waking up five days a week now instead of two, really tiring. Yeah, I'd have to agree with the waking up and all the classes feeling a lot fuller. It's been been a lot, but we're just going to truck right through it. (laughs) Uh, What kind of classes are you guys taking this year? I guess I started off the the year taking a couple APs, uh, AP Gov and AP Environmental Science, but I think my second semester for my senior year, I kind of just wanted to relax, so now I'm just taking a couple site classes and like business law so I like them a lot a lot easier than my first semester yeah and I'm doing uh AP world history and then AP psych but other than that just generals so and are you guys in any other sports besides lacrosse no I kind of just look forward to the spring season to play lacrosse and that's it yeah no I'm not doing any other sports just kind of lifting on my own like preseason and postseason so Mm -hmm. nice and then what do you guys do outside of school and sports? I guess I've been playing a lot of nitro ball with my friends lately. Uh, we spend the majority of our time playing nitro ball outside. It's just a fun way to get exercise in. Yeah, and I'm a Boy Scout and a Girl Scout. And then I also have a job, so I work on the weekends. Yeah, where do you work at? I work at Papa Murphy's. Nice. So, <laughs> I make pizzas. <laughs> That sounds like a fun job. Yeah, it is. Uh, you guys weren't able to have a season last year, uh, a lacrosse season last year. What have you guys been doing to prepare for this season? We just struggled a lot to find ways to do things, especially because we were like in hybrid during that time. And we figured it out, and we did a couple of uh, Zooms, I mean workouts over Zooms, which were really helpful as a team. And um, I think a lot of the girls did a lot of summer programs, which Lainey can talk about. Yeah, a lot of juniors and sophomores this year did uh, like a program through the Northfield Association in the summer. And then we also did a 77 in Hopkins in the fall. Yeah, it's good that you guys are able to find other ways to be able to connect and get a little bit of the cross in before the season. Mm -hmm. What are some goals you are looking to accomplish this season? Since we weren't able to have a... I guess a season last a season last year. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a lot of new players coming in this season, um, so I think just getting to know each other and like trusting each other on the field is one of our goals. But we'd also like to make it to like the second run of sections. We've struggled a little bit with that the previous years, so um, I'd like to see our team make it to the second round of sections this year. Yeah, and even though we can't do like team bonding stuff because of COVID. Mm-hmm. We really, um, one of our goals is to, like, bond as a team more because we have a lot of new girls, a lot of younger girls. Yeah. So. And we've definitely been trying that. Like, we're always very positive with each other, support each other over yeah. practice, and we've been trying to get to know each other. But it, it definitely is very challenging since we can't have a lot of uh, team bonding events as we usually would. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I know that was a big struggle for a lot of sports this year, trying to connect with the younger guys to make them feel like that, they're part of something bigger than just a team. Uh, what is the most exciting thing about this team that us as fans can look forward to when watching you guys? I guess something that's really exciting is that a lot of us have been playing together since 7th grade, 8th grade. Um, so we've had a long, like, or I guess this year, the group of girls, we've had quite a few years playing together. Mm-hmm. So I think just seeing our connection on the field is going to be really exciting um, and how much we like have bonded with each other over the years. Yeah, and lacrosse is a very fast-growing sport in the country yeah so it's brand new and um it's just exciting to see a new sport be played by a a lot of new girls Mm -hmm. so yeah it's very exciting to like you said a new sport not a lot of people know a lot about it and it's still growing and even maybe some of the fundamentals are still being tweaked here and there so it's definitely fun to see the progression through rules are changed every year yeah Yeah, so we have to relearn those every year yeah but yeah yeah, that's, that's definitely a difficulty, but also a really fun thing to watch. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, which underclassmen are you most excited to watch this season? I'm very excited to see uh, Savannah Newberg. Uh, she's a sophomore. It's her first year playing 
lacrosse and she is just doing amazing yeah, in practice sure. she's such a hard worker very fast runner always very positive so i'm really excited to be on the field with her this year yeah and then uh kelly omera is an eighth grader and she's really good yeah she's doing amazing i think this is like her second or third year playing yeah. and i i can see her playing a little bit of varsity this year yeah. hopefully Ooh. so we're excited yeah. to see that so that's exciting yeah, that'd be really fun to see yeah. an eighth grader play varsity. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really interesting. <laughs> How are COVID-19 protocols going to affect practices and games this season? It's affected every sport, everything this year. How is it affecting you guys specifically? Yeah, uh, like I mentioned before, I think like the team bonding has been hard. We haven't been able to do a lot of events. And the previous years we've been, we've like done something before a game, whether it was just like, I don't know, go out to eat or like yeah. afterwards. But because of COVID, we... We don't have a lot of options. I guess also when someone scores, we get very excited and we get close to each other and we start cheering for each other. But this year we have to stay like six feet apart. We can still cheer, but it's not the same as it's been. Um, It's definitely also been very hard to keep our masks on while we're exercising. Yeah, running is very hard in a mask. (laughs) That's for sure. And a mouth guard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's also been very hard to communicate with each other on the field since we have our mouth guards and masks. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to hear each other when we have like defenders on us and then we have people like on the other side it's yeah. yeah it's been hard but i mean we've been trying our best to be as loud as we can and echo each other so that we're all communicating on the field yeah and it's very hard because we don't have like a set team because girls are like coming and going with mm-hmm. covid and everything yeah. and quarantine so that's very hard too just to manage i guess we have a lot of players having to play three halves this year mm-hmm. um one half on jv two on varsity or vice versa so those are definitely some difficulties that are we're gonna have to face this year but yeah. you guys mm-hmm. will be able to and be able to have a lot of fun with it so mm-hmm. well thank you stephanie and laney for coming in today i had a great time and good luck this season thank, thank you. you for having us yeah thank <laughs> you we've got more sports coming up you're listening to kymn 95.1 the one Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 2021 F-150. You will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. Community Resource Bank is getting a makeover. Security is very important. So with the launch of their new website, there will be a new website address at crb.bank. A verified bank domain means a more secure online banking solution and trusted communication. Look for their new website and logo starting on February 15th. Great things are happening at Community Resource Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Construction. Just want to give you an update on our Pete's Hill neighborhood, located right in Elko, right between Northfield and the Twin Cities. It is actually the highest point in Scott County. Amazing views up there. I wanted to let you know that we have broke ground now on our single family and also on our twin homes, association maintained homes. But it's not too late to come up there and cherry pick your favorite lot. We're just getting going. Now is a great time to get up there. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams.
Welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on KYMN Saturday morning. 11 minutes before 11 o'clock and the girls, looks like the girls softball team is going to be traveling to Farmington coming up uh, this morning at about 11 o'clock. That's going to, the first pitch starts at about 11 o'clock and they're up there at Farmington as they try to continue their season. Let's take a quick look at our weather forecast for today. It looks like mostly cloudy skies and then maybe a little sunshine later today with a high of near 50. And take advantage of that opportunity because tonight looks like uh, it'll continue to be mostly clear. A low around 29. And then for Sunday, rain and snow showers becoming all rain after 3 o'clock. And a high of around 44. Uh, The southwest winds are going to pick up a little bit on Sunday and gusts as high as 20 to 25 miles an hour for Sunday night. Looks like a 40% chance of some showers, mostly cloudy and a low around 39 with those high gusts of wind coming out of the southeast. And then for Monday, it looks like a 30% chance of showers early. And then it's going to be mostly cloudy, but it's going to warm up to around 69. So any of that snowfall that we may accumulate on Sunday or Sunday afternoon should pretty much dissipate all the way through Monday. It'll be uh, till about Wednesday before we see the sunshine again. It'll be partly sunny and a high near 60 on Wednesday. Thursday, mostly sunny and a high of 61. And then for Friday, mostly sunny and a high warming up to around 66. We've got overcast skies here this morning and around 40 now in the Northfield area. Overcast skies, yeah, a little bit. So warming up again to uh, around 50-something later today. Uh, I'm sure we'll get everything up to date, as A.J. Reister always does. He'll give you a quick recap and a rated scoreboard here and let you know what happened throughout the rest of the week and maybe some upcoming schedules. All that's coming up right here on 95.1 The One. Take it away, A.J. Welcome back to Raider Rap on KYMN 95.1 The One. Let's take a look back at a full week of spring high school sports. On Monday, the boys lacrosse team beat Rochester Century 10-3. Spencer Klotz led the team in goals with four. The girls lacrosse team lost to Rochester Century 8-2. Ella Mayer and Mariah Bamonte-Gribus both scored for the Raiders. On Tuesday, the boys track and field team won their first meet in six years, scoring 90 points while Faribault took second, scoring 80, and Austin took third, scoring 52. Colin Graff won the 110 hurdles and 300 hurdles. Martin Bryce won the 1 mile and 800. Will Tadona won the 200 and was part of the winning 4x4 relay that also consisted of Caleb Meeker, Martin Bryce, and Ryan Hegland. The girls' track and field team also won, scoring 113 points, while Winona took second, scoring 69 points, and Austin took third, scoring 60.5 points. Jana Jansen won the 400, Nicole Thieberath won the 2-mile, the relay of Claire Lippert, Claire Bussman, Eric Hello, and Nicole Thieberath won the 4x8, the relay of Jana Jansen, Anna Olsen, Rekin Childress, and Clara Lippert won the 4x2, the relay of Grace Dickerson, Annabelle Rizak, Regan Childress, and May Adele won the 4x1, the relay of Wendy Bullum, Claire Lippert, Eric Hello, and Jana Jansen won the 4x4 relay, Cindy Peterson won the pole vault, Anna Olsen won the long jump, and Shelby Sveen won the shot put and the discus throw. Congratulations girls, that's one heck of a winning lineup. The baseball team beat Faribault on Tuesday 10 to nothing. Ryan Bell started on the bump for the Raiders and pitched five innings with zero hits, zero runs, and five strikeouts. Colin Rotage led the team in hits, scoring two for three with one run and one RBI. The softball team also beat Faribault 15-0. Bryn Hostetler went four innings with zero hits and zero runs and 12 strikeouts. Courtney Graff and Avery Valak each had three hits, combining for six runs and five RBIs. On Wednesday, the boys' golf team won their triangular, shooting a collective 319. Red Wing took second, shooting 353, while JM took third, shooting 357. Nate Stevens led the way for the Raiders, setting a new school record, shooting a 67, going 5 under. Right behind him was Jeb Sawyer, who shot a 78, and rounding at the top three for the Raiders was Jack Wendt, who shot an 86. On Thursday, the girls golf team beat Albert Lee 370-392. to Anna Nesseth led the Raiders shooting 81. Emerson Garley was right behind her shooting an 85. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Evelyn Jordan who shot a 94. The softball team beat Mankato East on Thursday 9-1. Bryn Hostetler started on the mound going seven innings allowing four hits, one run, and struck out 18. 
Gabby Schmoll led the team on offense, scoring three for three and scoring one run. The Raiders are now five and two on the season and sit in first place in the Big Nine Conference. The boys lacrosse team lost to Owatonna 10-9. Emerson Herbig had two goals, so did Spencer Klotz, Nick Orozco, Blake Foster, Dylan Dietz, and Isaac Johnson all had goals on the night as well. They are now 1-2 on the season and sit in third place in the Big Nine Conference. The baseball team lost Mankato East 1-0. Ethan Lanthier started on the bump for the Raiders and went three innings, allowing two hits and one run while striking out six. Tate Janell led the team on offense with two hits and two at-bats. They are now 5-2 and two on the season and sit in second place in the Big Nine Conference. The girls lacrosse team lost to Owatonna 12-1 and they are now 0-2 on the season and sit in last place in the Big Nine Conference. Just last night, the boys' golf team tied with Lakeville South, both schools shooting a collective 312. Nate Stevens led the way for the Raiders, shooting a 70. Right behind him was Hawken Rustad, who shot a 77. And rounding out the top three for the Raiders was Ike Vesey, who shot a 79. Thank you for listening to this segment of Raider Rap. Be sure to stay tuned in for more sports right here on KYMN 95.1, The One. All right, folks, B4. Anthony found treatment for his gambling addiction. He'd say, I only bet 21 times a month. But he'd wonder if there were any way he could be addicted since he was $33,000 in debt. He then had the genius idea to call 1-800-333-HOPE, thinking there was a 50 50 chance it might help. And boy, it did. Oh, we got a bingo. Bingo, Anthony. Find help at minnesotaproblemgambling.org. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Well, that's a wrap. That's the Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister on this Saturday morning. Thank you so much to everyone who participated. And uh, meet the Raider, Laney and Stephanie. Thanks for joining us this morning along with head baseball coach, coach Mark Auger. Uh, join us this morning, first thing. And then, of course, uh, girls lacrosse team, Dan DePay, join us. And then rounding out our coaches this morning, Carl Misselman from the girls track team here on the Raider Wrap. You can catch it all on kymnradio.net. Coming up shortly, we'll get that up on there, and uh, we'll get that uh, online so that you can hear that, and you can hear all of a lot of the programs right there on kymnradio.net. So uh, anytime you want to, if you missed a program or you want to hear it again or you want to download it and store it somewhere, you most certainly can just by going to kymnradio.net and then find the program you're looking for and then just hit the download button and everything will be all right, as they say. Uh, coming up here in just a few minutes, Colin will take his show on the road, if you will. Uh, he's got an interview coming up here in the 11 o'clock hour, so stick around. Don't go anywhere. There's plenty more where that came from coming up right here on 95.1, the one KYMN. Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu. 95.1, the one. Still a friend you can count on. <laughs> I'm ready to get knee deep Doing things differently And I ain't gonna stop to wanna fake it I'm tired of wasting time Not pretty face standing by I'm in control and living life Ain't afraid of this ride I'm taking now
wanted to make my mark Cause that strong mind took heart Knowing that I'm giving up Cause I'm here to scratch the surface I'm letting my color show I don't wanna be just so-so And I'm letting everybody know Real Radio, True Variety, 95.1, The One. Hi folks, this is Rich Larson. Join me every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for The Weekly List, a collection of songs and stories based on something happening that week or really whatever is on my mind. That's The Weekly List, Thursday nights at 7, right here on 95.1 KYMN, The One.